This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. It's a big day on the ride-hailing file. Members of the TransLink Mayor's Council have just passed a motion to fast-track a regional business license for ride-hailing. I can't believe it. This is like some common sense suddenly rearing its head. Only Surrey Mayor Doug McCallum voted against it. He's totally against ride-hailing. He's in bed with the taxi companies. He doesn't want ride-hailing in there at all. The John Horgan government has been made a whole bunch of promises here to bring ride-hailing in B.C. I'll believe it when I see it, but this is a big step forward. Let's check in with Global News senior reporter Janet Brown now who's on this story. Hi, Janet. Good afternoon, Mike. Yeah, big step forward for sure from the TransLink Mayor's Council. And this plan uh, will have an interim intermunicipal business license in place. The aim is to have that in place by January 31st of next year and a full framework by the end of next year. And as you say, mayors around the Mayor's Council table this morning, all in agreement except for Surrey Mayor Doug McCallum. At the end of the day, he says he doesn't want it, and he says neither do the residents of Surrey. And how does he know that? He says he ran a campaign on it, and he's been talking to residents. And here's more of what he has to say, Mike. I think um, we've had a long history in Surrey not supporting uh, ride hailing. Um, uh, Majority or a lot of our residents are against it. Uh, And basically, um, we have been against it um, for well over a year now because of the fact that it's not a level playing field um, between the rail or the ride hailing and the taxi industry and for example on that um, when I was mayor in the past um, for nine years we tried every year to get more taxis into our city um, to service a fast-growing city and provincial governments of the day of different stripes continued to say no we could not get any more things so it was very very limited in the number of um, taxis we could get over nine years so therefore it kept going down and down as our population go up. Ride hailing came in um, and they can put as many cars in their streets as we want and um, that's not a level playing field when taxis have been restricted for years and then all of a sudden ride hailing comes in and they can put as many cars on the road as possible and so we have a lot of our residents that are involved in the taxi industry and they're very very upset in the fact that there isn't a level playing field in a number of areas and regulations and so forth. So I'm speaking on behalf of them and in protecting their jobs and protecting their families and their revenues that they want to see a, a level playing field in the industry. Okay, I, when McCallum says people in Surrey don't support ride hailing, I don't know what he's smoking. He is He's just absolutely in bed with the taxi companies, and that's why he wants to keep ride hailing out. It's as simple as that. Janet, let me ask you a couple of questions real quick about how this thing is going to work. So the, the mayor's council are saying they'll, they'll bring in some sort of metro-wide licensing by January 31st. Is that, are we going to get ride hailing before that, or is this another delay? 
Well, we're supposed to be getting ride hailing before that, according to the provincial oh, yeah. government. Uh, in terms of the single fee structure, that is yet to be determined, Mike. Um, in response to what Mr. McCallum is saying, uh, I tweeted his comments, and Terry Board of Trade CEO Anita Huberman tweeted immediately saying, no, that's not true at all what the mayor is saying. She is saying that businesses in Surrey indeed want ride hailing and have yeah. been demanding it for a very, very long time. Right. So, you know, those are the comments. You decide what side you want to come down on. But uh, around this table here at TransLink this morning, uh, the mayor of Vancouver, Kennedy Stewart, saying they are looking for consist- consistency across the board. He says this has been too long in coming. The mayor of Langley, Mayor Fro, saying it- it's time we move forward on this. And uh, Brad West, the mayor of Port Coquitlam, saying the residents expect us to get this done, but he says the devil will be in the details. Oh, yeah. you be- <laughs> Okay. Great reporting, Janet. Thanks for coming on. My pleasure, Mike. Thank you. As Global News senior reporter Janet Brown covering that uh, Surrey Mayor's Co- or the Translake Mayor's Council decision. Let's get reaction to this breaking story now from Andrew Weaver, leader of the BC, uh, BC Green Party. He's been calling for a long time for ride hailing and he was uh, very early on saying you should have a single license in Metro Vancouver. Andrew, thanks for coming on. Oh, pleasure. Thanks for having me on, Mike. It's a good good news to hear that. Uh, surely is good news. Yeah, I mean, if we get one license for the whole region, I mean, that's just common sense. But as you heard one of the mayors say there, the devil will be in the details. And, you know, I want to see the details and how this is going to work. I'm still not fully convinced. But why do you think you need a, a single business license for the whole Metro Vancouver region for this industry? Well, the thing, the, one of the one of the key aspects of introducing ride hailing was it was also introducing an opportunity for innovation in BC business. Uh, if you did not, if you had this kind of uh, patchwork or quiltwork of of regulations, heavy regulations, the only players who would have actually been in Vancouver would have been Uber and Lyft, perhaps the big guys. Now there's a possibility to enable, you know, more more smaller companies, BC-based businesses, et cetera. And, and it actually sets the stage for, for, for other jurisdictions to model. You know, if, if for example, Victoria, uh, we have 17 municipalities, Mike, here in uh, Capital Regional District. Can you imagine if, 70, uh, if they were all having slightly different... Uh, 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 I think I got the number of municipalities wrong there, but we have an awful lot of them here. Yeah. Can you imagine if each of them had their own their own regulation? Oh. Nothing would happen. And so, no, I mean it. It makes absolute sense that you bring in a single business license for the whole region. But of course, this is ride hailing, so I guess common sense doesn't count. <laughs> but when well, you that, get that's the problem. That's the problem. Is yeah. that. Uh, you know, there really has not been a political appetite to expedite this process. And, uh, you know, we're seeing now the mayors of TransLink with their decision today saying, okay, you know what, it's time for us collectively to, to do what needs to be done. And so hats off to them for moving forward with this. Okay, there was some speculation among among these mayors there today, I understand, that they felt that they had to move forward with a, with a region-wide licensing system because if they didn't, the provincial government might step in here and and force a metro-wide license system. You've got good sources in the government. I know you have a weekly meeting with the premier, and you're you're you've, you got a deal here with the NDP to keep them in power. Have you heard anything like that? Was the BC government going to step in here? Well, I mean, a hundred percent. We were we would and would continue to pressure for them to do that if uh, because we've been trying to you know long before. Uh, the NDP brought this in, and then, frankly, um, before the Liberals were talking about it, I brought in two private members' bills to try to move this forward. It would have been like three or yeah. four years ago now, maybe five years ago. 
Uh, and so we have been pushing for this to come in. It, it's, and uh, so we would have continued to push to have a regional licensing if the, the mayors didn't come up with some kind of a workable solution. I'm still a little troubled about, uh, you know, uh, if you're in the interior of BC, for example, the Kootenays or in the Okanagan region, there was a, a lot of passion and desire for ride hailing uh, enabled there. Had we not allowed, if, had we not allowed us like BC-based businesses to, 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 to get going, but through, you know, crushing them with this, this regulatory overhead, we might not see ride hailing emerge, um, emerge in, in these districts. And, and the, the stories we, we, when I was on the first panel that we got from the regional communities was there's a real desire there. People who want to perhaps live out uh, far away want to go to the pub at night or they want right. to go and visit somebody in hospital. So, so this, is, this is really good news today. What do you say to Doug McCallum? He voted against this today, the mayor of Surrey. He says people in Surrey don't want ride hailing. Well, I think the people associated with the taxi industry in Surrey don't want ride-hailing. That's correct. And there's certainly a very strong lobby lobby group. But I'm not so sure the millennials um, who have been, you know, knocking on the politicians' doors for quite some time don't want it. But but I I don't want to comment. He's representing uh, his constituent base, and that's what he's elected to do. So, so, uh, you know, I don't know that I agree with him, but I don't live in Surrey. Andrew, I think you've done a good job in this file. Thank you for coming on. A real pleasure. Thank you for having me on, Mike. I appreciate it. Andrew Weaver, he's the leader of the B.C. Green Party. He's one of the few, I think, politicians with kind of clean hands on this thing.